Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It with Coach Red, where we bring you all the news, stories, takes, and opinions about your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad to the Mariners. The Mariners, baby. Oh, man. I'm back. Lefty France is back. New Mariners making their way onto the scene, showing up and showing out like Jose Caballero. But yeah, he raked that ball last night. But we're not going there just yet. No, we'll save save that for a different episode. Uh, We're gonna talk a little bit more about the about the Seahawks. And a fun question was posed to me about a fun idea. And what we're gonna do in this episode is kind of go with each draft pick the Seahawks made and assign them a percentage that we think that they could start at some point throughout this year. You know, obviously there's guys you expect some that you don't, but we're going to go through and let you know what we feel. And if you're looking for a guy, if he were a rookie coming in to this Seahawks team, probably like be a gritty fifth rounder that just works his way to all pro status (laughs) after hard work and dedication. Yeah. If you're looking for someone like that, you might be looking for a guy like me, your boy mm-hmm. Coach Red. You can find me on Twitter at the Real Coach Red, on Instagram at the Real underscore Coach Red. Also, hop on over to YouTube, search "Kicking YouTube. It with Coach Red," like, subscribe, hit the bell notification, leave a comment or two. I'm so glad that I don't have to say more stuff. My mouth is tired like <laughs> trying to say the rest of it. If you're looking for a guy that's going to come out uh, a smaller school, but is just going to sizzle, sizzle with the athleticism. Maybe be looking for a guy like a lefty France. What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at DFrance13. Go over and follow our pod at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. Try my best on the do it, freaking do it. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Trademark. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start from the top and work our way down. Typically, your guys that you're seeing selected at the top of the draft probably have a higher percentage. Wanted to leave some room for discussion as we worked our way down the list of 10. Some of these are going to be a lot quicker than others since we've talked about these guys a few different ways since they <laughs> – we're drafted, so don't want to beat a dead horse, but we're going to ride a different horse today. So giddy up, lefty. We're going to giddy up. Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon, cornerback uh, out of the Illinois fighting Illini. Fighting Illini, yes, sir. Lefty, what percent chance do you have that Devin Witherspoon will start at some point this year? A hundred, a hundred. This one is just set it and forget it. It's 100%. Yeah. Especially with the news coming out with our boy Reek, Tariq Woolen, getting a little uh, arthroscopic knee cleanup. Mm-hmm. Uh, news broke today as we're recording on Tuesday. Um, and should be ready by the time training camp starts by all reports. Um, 
I don't Shouldn't know why they waited bad. so long, but apparently he was also practicing uh, as recently as last week. So yeah. I think just a small little tweak, get it cleaned up for the reek man. And Wizboon should be starting regardless if Tariq Wollin is <laughs> yeah. healthy at the beginning of the year or not. Exactly. All right. The next player, we've got Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver. I'm going 100% chance. As well, you're not buying the D. Eskridge hype train that's trying no. to start. He's looking so elusive in the new drills. No. He's he's a little. I fella. mean, this is like his Jared Kelnick year. <laughs> like, definitely got to prove it. But um, so but the I thing could, was is like Jared Kelnick. They didn't. On. They didn't go get like the top tier free agent that was true. Take Jared Kelnick's job. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I am Jackson Smith and Jigba train all day. JSN eleven, JSN eleven all day, hundred percent for me as well. Now, I I think we might be getting to some places where we could get a little interesting here. Yeah. Uh, next player we've got Derek Hall, Auburn Tiger, Tiger drafted at the top of the second round, similar draft spot. To Boye Mafe, mm-hmm. who was drafted last year with Derek Hall as an edge player at lefty. What do you got as his percent to start this year? To start, I'll go about 70%. Okay. Around that. I mean, it's going to be tough. He's got a lot of uh, guys in front of him as well. Uh, so to be able to start, He's definitely gonna have to show something. So, I think seventy is fair, um, depending with injuries and all that. So, maybe a little lower. <laughs> Nothing higher than seventy percent, though. What do you got, Coach? I got thirty percent, and the reason okay. I say that is because. I think he's going to be competing for snaps with Darrell Taylor. And when Darrell Taylor is right, he gets after the quarterback. Uh, Led the team in sacks the last two years, if I'm not mistaken. Had a couple of surge times. If you see him, if you see Darrell Taylor hit a little bit of a scuffle and not get the production um, and not change the game, get those pressures, that's where I see Derek Hall getting in. Especially when you've got – when you look at the Boye Mafe, Boye Mafe, I don't believe, started a game last year. Play a similar role to Chenin Wosu, who outperformed our greatest expectations yeah. last year. Played extremely solid against the run in the past. And Boye Mafe, his claim to fame was he was stout against the run, still developing as a pass rusher. What I see with Derek Hall, he's bendy, he can get around the edge, but developing those pass rushing moves, I don't think they're going to thrust him into the lineup. He will be a key rotational piece. I just yeah. don't know if the path to him starting a game, it would have to come, for me, injury or lack of impact on the game by Darrell Taylor for a stretch yeah. of time. You can see that. All right, the next player we've got is running back from the UCLA Bruins, Zach Charbonneau. For Zach, I'm going to go 50%. Either he does or he doesn't. Yeah, (laughs) right down the middle. Um, I think 
only if Ken Walker was hurt is where he would actually start. I definitely see him being like a third down back for us off the get-go. But to start the game, yeah, 50%. I mean, Pete loves to throw some random guys out there to start. Every once in a while he does. Yeah. So I wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I clocked in at 40% on this one. And it's a similar vein because I think that this is going to be the closest to a timeshare that you're going to see that they've mm-hmm. had at the running back position. You both have young guys. You want to keep them fresh. I think that Kenneth Walker has earned the right to be the starter after what he did For last sure. year. Barring injury which he did get banged up last year. That's why I have it mm-hmm. at a higher clip at around 40% because I think they are similar. I think that your third down back, for me at least, kind of goes with the DJ Dallas and Kenny McIntosh roles. So I think that you're going to see a lot of play out of both these guys because of their physical bruising running style. I, and I think that they could even factor into the third down play because they're both yeah. – uh, good pass catchers out of the backfield. So I think that for me, it comes down to injury at this spot, but I wouldn't be surprised to see this turn into like a true at like an actual timeshare at some point. Keep them both fresh. Yep. Subway. Stay fresh. (laughs) Stay fresh, babe. All right. Next we've got uh, Anthony Bradford guard out of LSU. Um, Anthony, I've got 45 I knew I knew that you I'll give you a hint. My number's lower, but I knew that yours would have was going to be higher than mine. Yeah. What is yours? Five percent? One percent? Twenty percent. Okay. But I love Phil Haynes. And I think yeah. he played well last year. I don't think he's going to be taking Damian Lewis snaps. I think that it would be either A, injury, or B, outperforming Phil Haynes. But I like yeah. Phil Haynes. That's why I have him at a I know. I like, you don't like yeah. him as much as me. True. I, I mean, our offensive line has been, especially guards, um, been hit or miss. So – that's why I have it a little bit higher is just who knows who they're going to throw out there at guard at some point in the, in the season. So that's true. And with Gabe Jackson getting old and having the old knees and yeah. you know, retiring um, for me, when Phil Haynes was in, I'm not an offensive line expert. I'm not going <laughs> to moonlight as an offensive line expert. What? No. It's wild. But <laughs> when you look at some of the grades, there are a lot of times where even though he wasn't playing all the snaps, he's playing about 50% Phil Haynes. He was still grading out very well comparative to the rest of the offense. Like I think multiple times he was like a top five, top 10 performer. So for me, I think it'd be harder to supplant that with them kind of giving him his first crack. And I think that Bradford still, he's, very athletic for his size because he is a mammoth of a man. Yeah. But I think yeah. a little bit like a season of refining where you have Damian Lewis pending free agent, 
Phil Haynes spending free agent. I believe that he 100% starts next year. I just don't know yeah. if he's cracking the lineup this year, if it'll be mainly a developmental year, barring a injury start for me. For sure. All right. Next, we've got Cameron Young, D tackle out of Mississippi State. What you got here, Lefty? I'm going 100. 100? <laughs> yeah. This late in the draft? <laughs> I like him, honestly. And I think that we um, don't really have anyone else to play there at this point in time. So I think that he's going to be on the field. I almost starting. thought you were going to say, yeah, I, I like him. I like young players and young's in his name. So obviously <laughs> I'm like him. I should have said that. That would have been great. I got a hundred percent too. I mean, tell me, tell me who is in the stat. Like <laughs> yeah. we're going to start, we're going to start Fiula that we signed from the XFL dragons. Like there's not an established guy. I think we no. ended up, we ended up picking a guy uh, after the calendar year started. I think he's from like Tennessee D tackle okay. type guy. So you could see that, but I think at some point he's going to get a start. Yeah, exactly. It's like hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Next player we've got is Mike Morris defensive end. From Michigan. I'm going to go with. Fifty five. Good answer. Fifty five percent. Good answer. Uh, so yeah. Right now. <laughs> Do you have fifty five? No, I did not. Oh. <laughs> I like your answer. Um, Reason being is just I there's guys out. Like we have guys out there already gonna be harder to get a starting spot. Um, unlike our defensive tackles, uh, where we have zero guys. So yeah, I don't really see Mike Morris ever starting this year for us. I'm not fifty-five percent. Oh, yeah, it looks like that number is coming down. You're talking yourself into a lower number. It is. It is talking me down. I'm going to go 35. 20 point drop. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. Not listening. If you do, we'll get you lefty Francis. Mike. <laughs> Mike, 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 Mike. So send him the hate. Guess what day it is, Mike? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> what I do got, you got, Coach? I got 50%. Okay. And the reason being is he's going to play that edge role that is like that kind of hybridy role where where he's going to be competing with Draymond Jones and Jared Reed. Jared Reed isn't the youngest guy anymore. So I'm expecting an injury at some point. And there were points in time where his effort was questioned with the Packers, like the games where he effort was high. Packers did pretty well on the defensive line. There were other games where his density wasn't there. I would expect his intensity to be back coming to Seattle, always competing. Pete Carroll wanted to come back, didn't like how he left things. But, dude, Michael Morris is, is just big. Like, yeah. he's not beefy. I know he got up to 290, but he's just tall. And I think that having a guy out there that has a little bit of extra size to him, being able to throw up those meat paws and knock down some passes, I think could be very advantageous for this defense. And yeah, uh, 
with Jaron Reed being older, that's kind of why I lean more towards the 50%. Yeah. Do you think they could move him in? I don't think that he's going to move all the way into a straight-up D tackle, like nose guard, like Cameron Young will be. Even though Cameron Young, I think he's clocking in at like 320. And – I mean, man. But the thing was, like Mike Morris playing at like 275, 270 yeah. at Michigan, and he packed on 20 pounds already. I think it's probably gonna be tough to pack on another 30 and keep the <laughs> athleticism there. Like 50 pounds a lot. I don't know yeah. if you know that, but especially when like you will look at some of these UFC fighters and stuff, and they're like, Oh yeah, this guy's 205 ago. I know that they're they're at they're depleting themselves of all the water weight and then they're eating and they're probably those guys that are fighting at like 205 end up fighting at like 225 yeah uh i'll tell you what i don't think that mike morris is going to be losing a bunch of water weight to try (laughs) this isn't the plan this is the opposite (laughs) Uh, eddie you need to stop eating them cheeseburgers not cheeseburger eddie no more you need to lose the weight or those are gone like mike morris like yeah you can have like four cheeseburgers if you want it's fine yeah exactly you want a fifth? Get you the whole menu. You want a fifth cheeseburger? <laughs> All right. Oh, the funnest name in the bunch. All right, so we've got Olasugan Oluwatimi, center, Michigan. <laughs> I'm going to go with 45%. Okay. Um, Just because with I feel like our center position is the worst piece on our team right now. The worst. Eh, maybe not worst, but definitely need some work. Um, Sign so, yeah. up to the one-year deal. Yep, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think at some point, pretty much based on injury, if someone goes down, could see him starting so 45 percent yeah i think it could be interesting i've got it at 40 percent i kind of like evan brown in the metrics that i saw granted he's playing on a pretty good offensive line and i this is another good young offensive line i think they're really kind of piecing some stuff together but i think that when you're looking at versatility You've got, let's say you're both starting guards go down. Evan Brown's played guard in the NFL for the Lions. So being able to slot in or if they don't think, you know, if they think that uh, Ola Timmy is a little bit more advanced than, say, Anthony Bradford, they could decide to slot Evan Brown over and start him. And you've seen it where the Seahawks are can get creative at starting a center because Damian Luce started a game at center as rookie year after never playing it. And that was like their best offensive running attack that year in his yeah. rookie years, like bananas, mauling yeah. people. So, yeah, I think that there's a good shot. I don't think that off the gig, I don't, for me, I think it boils down to injury. I don't think it necessarily boils down to him outplaying Evan Brown this year but i do think yeah. he's the center going forward Next after year. this year yeah all right we got two guys left we've got probably a guy i've seen most on twitter being gushed about um by the seahawks and that's jared reed the second safety new mexico lobos uh i'm gonna go 30 percent okay 
I mean, they just with Jamal Diggs, um, love, love. Yeah, it's like there's so many safeties on that roster. I, unless he proves something early on, I don't really see him seeing the field. Yeah. I've got him at, at least on defense. I think special teams. He I think he's for be sure be on special teams. Yeah, I've got him clocking in at ten percent. And the only way I see that is if Jamal Adams isn't healthy at the beginning of the year, and you do get a safety that gets banged up, is how he'd get on the field. Because you might say like, oh, maybe he can get some reps at slot corner. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Kobe Bryant, Julian Love, yeah. potentially Mike Jackson slot inside. Exactly. The Devin Witherspoon. I mean, it's a tough group to crack. And talked about it in, in a previous episode. You can see a similar path to, like, uh, Jeremy Lane here. You know, late round draft pick, made his hay in the special teams and works his way into the lineup in some form or fashion down the road. I don't yeah. think that it necessarily happens this year, barring a couple of injuries. All right. Yo. Last player to talk about, Kenny McIntosh running back out of Georgia. I'm going to go 20%. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I think Charbonnet, right? That's how you pronounce it. I mean, if you're fancy, <laughs> I say Charbonneau. Oh, okay. But we, we're probably from different <laughs> places. Like when you, when you go down to the south, you're going to get a lot of different pronunciations. Yeah. We try to but... get some of those names. It's <laughs> like, uh, we are not going to say the same thing here. No. Um, But, yeah, I think – I don't think Kenny McIntosh is really going to ever start this year for us. Um, I think he could beat DJ Dallas out, um, but Charbonnet or whatever, I think he's for sure our number two back, and then Ken Walker at one. So, yeah, don't see much time for Kenny as a starter. Maybe he'll change his name to Ken, and then. <laughs> get Ken Walker's abilities. Maybe. You never know. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I go by Ken now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not Ken anymore. It's Ken. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> I actually had that with like a former classmate. <laughs> Growing up, his name was Ronnie. I saw him out at a bar. Like, oh, hey, Ronnie, what's up? It's Ron now. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> oh, not talking to you anymore tonight. <laughs> Have a great one. Yeah. Have a great one, Ronnie. <laughs> Get that last Ronnie out. Hey, sorry if you're listening, Ronnie. No hate. <laughs> Think Ronnie listens? But probably not. <laughs> Might. Yeah. I don't know. Could be a Meg fan. Just hasn't reached out yet. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, for Kenny McIntosh, I actually have this at a 0% chance. Okay. And the reason I say that is because I think that, like you're saying, Charbonneau, K9, those are your top two all-around type guys, and I think those are your starters. If both get banged up, DJ Dallas has started for this team, and I think that if you're down the dynamic, you want the consistency. And although yeah. although Kenny McIntosh might be a little bit more dynamic of 
a running back. I think if you have your top two guys down, Pete's going to opt for consistency and have DJ Dallas out there more. I, in that his role would expand, but I don't think he would get to starting level. Sure. It was a fun little exercise. That was a fun one. I hope that you guys all learned a little something, but if not, maybe you think you could teach us something. And if you think that's the case, hop on over and let us know on social media. You can find me, your boy, Coach Red, on Twitter at the Real Coach Red, on Instagram at the Real underscore Coach Red. Also, hop on over to YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the bell notifications, leave a comment or two right after you search kicking it with Coach Red. Mm-hmm. Lefty France, where you at? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at dfrance13. Go over and follow our pod at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. And as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace.